Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I'm very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got a wonderful, wonderful show in store for you. It's somebody uh, I think you'll we'll have a lot of fun with today. Today will be a lighter show, much more fun. Though we'll be dealing with a pretty serious topic. But of course, first let's uh, have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Don't wait for those feelings of excitement confidence and clarity before you take action take action first without them and they will follow go the universe ah i think the universe having a little fun with us today chiding us on to start taking some action you know sometimes we wait until everything is so perfectly lined up before we start uh, working towards those goals that we have but uh, sometimes it's better to just start taking action and uh, you start feeling better simply because you're taking action and you start lining up with it in the process And let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. The more in vibrational sync you are with who you really are, then the more you are following only those things that you're wanting and the less resistance there is. And the less resistance there is, then the less delay between the idea of the thought and the receiving of it. Abraham. Hmm. Interesting quote today from Abraham. And actually very apropos for for what we're going to be talking about throughout this show, about being in alignment, being in sync with that which we really are. And, you know, this was highlighted to me in the last, you know, couple of months when uh, I I was at a um, kind of a, a weekend workshop and we were talking about kind of visualizing things and writing it out backwards as if it already happened. And this is a exercise I'd done many times in the past without necessarily much success. And through the exploration of this workshop, it's because I realized that in the past, a lot of the supposed goals that I had really were not what I truly wanted, what was truly in alignment with my own soul, my own uh, spirit, they were more like these external societal driven goals like everyone thinks we're supposed to have, that big house and the fancy car and this amazing lifestyle and all this other stuff. And while that's all great stuff, you know, that's not really what turns me on. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, It's not that I don't want to have a nice lifestyle. Absolutely. Everybody does. But what's really, for me personally, more important what came to light was for me, it's more about helping people. It's more about, you know, again, awakening humanity. It's more about raising the consciousness of the planet so that we can all have a better future. And so for me to be in vibrational sync with that helps to break down the resistances and then helps to um, be much closer to allowing this stuff into my life much easierly, much more easy. Um, so, you know, it's interesting because our two quotes kind of are, are, are like a dichotomy, looking at different sides of things. The first quote from the universe is about taking action. Yes. The second quote is about being in sync with who we truly are. You see, the key is and the trick is when we're in sync with who we truly are, then our actions are much more authentic. They flow much more naturally. They're much more in alignment. So even when we're not feeling so hot and we take action, it's going to feel that much better. And when you are really lined up with your heart, with with the deepest of your heart's desires, with your heart of hearts, when you're really lined up with your essence and what you're really all about, then between the time between when you have a thought about something, when you envision something, when you use your imagination to create something in the ethers first, and the time with which that actually shows up in your life, whew, 
talk about instant manifestation. It happens much more quickly, much, much more quickly. Again, it may not happen instantaneously. It's not like as soon as we think something, it's going to pop out of thin air. That would be like chaos knowing humanity. But the more in alignment we are, the the more quickly it comes about. And more, most importantly, with much less effort. The real effort we need to put forward is the effort in lining up, lining up, lining up. And when we're in alignment, then the rest of it, it's like play. It, it's like going down the sliding pond. It, you just let gravity take you. You just let the stream of life carry you downstream. And that flow um, takes you along and you can just enjoy the ride without having to make it so much effort. So two wonderful quotes today from the universe and from Abraham. I hope you enjoyed them. Of course, we'll have our quotes of the day next week. So now it is my extreme pleasure to introduce to you Sherry Fink. Sherry is an inspirational speaker, a number one best-selling award-winning author and president of the whimsical world of Sherry Fink. It's an inspirational brand. She creates books, products, and experiences that inspire and delight kids of all ages. Yes, I'm a kid of all ages. While planting seeds of self-esteem, Sherry is an empowering speaker who shares her strategies on overcoming adversity and living life with passion and aliveness as well as her own inspirational journey she talks about uh, her talks focus on authenticity confidence and personal empowerment so you know i'm really looking forward to having sherry on the show welcome to the conscious consultant hour sherry Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Ah, it's wonderful to have you on the show finally. I know we talked a, a while ago, and uh, it's great to have you here. Um, I, I'd love for you to to start off before we have our, our first little break, just kind of talking about your own journey, because you know sometimes people when they they see others who've achieved a certain level of success, they tend to think that like, oh, they must have had it easy. Oh, look at them. They're an overnight sensation. And they don't realize that that overnight sensation was 30 years or 20 years in the making. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so I, I didn't start out as an, as an author. I actually, I actually ah. say I'm an accidental author. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. It was one of those things that happened once I got into alignment. And ah. um, I was in the corporate world for over 12 years. And I did online marketing ah. for big brands. Okay. So you worked at those big, you know, Fortune 500 or Fortune 1000 companies doing sort of very traditional kinds of work. Yes, yes. And then I worked my way up and, you know, I kept thinking, oh, well, the next promotion or the next company or the next client, like, that's going to be it. Then I'll be, I'll feel really fulfilled. I'll be happy. Hmm. Um, but that's not what happened. Uh, what what I ended up happening was that I got up to the top of the ladder, you know, it was very accomplished and, and felt very rewarded, right. but didn't feel fulfilled and then realized uh, that my ladder was up against the wrong wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I had that fear of like, oh my gosh, like I worked so hard. Like I pretty much wrapped my entire identity around this career. I mean, I have a master's degree. I got a business management program. Like, mm. you know, all these things I had done to propel myself in that direction. And then I realized, oh, maybe this isn't really where I want to go. Right. Because like that's the direction you were probably taught since you were young. Like this is the, the direction of the successful professional. And this is, you know, of course what you should do. Yeah. I was very motivated to achieve because I grew up very modestly. Uh, I mean, very, very modestly. Uh, and okay. no one in my family had ever gone to college. And, you know, I wanted to like blaze that trail and i wanted the sexy job with the big title and the big money and the perks right, and, right. and once i got it i was like wow um this is not what i thought <laughs> <laughs> so i was out of alignment and during that time when i was doing some soul searching about you know what my next step might be i had this gift of adversity and at the time i didn't see it that way at all mm. i couldn't see through it beyond that moment right, and that moment right, was right. filled with pain right. because I was being bullied in the workplace 
um, very oh, really? badly. And I didn't uh, know how to handle it. And so uh, I tried everything that people tell you to do. I read books. I talked to HR. I talked to my boss. I talked to the person. I tried everything I could think of hmm. and everything other people told me, and hmm. none of it worked. Really? And I was heartbroken because I liked my job. I mean, I, I wasn't in love with the career anymore, uh-huh. but I, you know, I enjoyed what I did and right. I felt like it was valued. Right. So I didn't want to run away. I mean, I worked hard to get there. Right. So right. at the time, I was driving to work one day and I was crying and uh-huh. just so upset. And I had this moment of complete surrender where I was like, I would do anything to make this better. Uh-huh. And it wasn't until I had that that absolute surrender mm-hmm. that this idea came to me. And it was about a rose that grows up in a weed bed and thinks that she's the weed. Oh. And then it wrote through me in the car on my way to work. Mm-hmm. And I lived in Orange County, California, so there were a lot of stoplights. So I was riding <laughs> it on my leg at the stoplights. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and it, really, it literally wrote all the way through from the very beginning to the very last line. And um, nothing like that had ever happened to me before. And I didn't know what it was. Mm. When I got to work, I put it away. I didn't tell anybody about it because that Mm. sounded crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. This automatic writing thing in the car. Yeah, yeah. But it was intense and it it felt like almost magical to Mm. me. Like I I didn't even meditate back then. Mm -hmm. I I didn't feel very spiritually connected to anything. back then and so it was a very um spiritual like surreal moment for mm. me and i put it away i ignored it <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's you like what is this crazy stuff let me ignore it for a while yeah yeah because i was uncomfortable with it mm-hmm. you know and i knew i knew what to do to be successful in the corporate world i was like let me keep doing this mm. and uh but i did do something important that day and i think your listeners can relate to this and if they're if they're in a situation that they're struggling in and they're not sure what to do, like this is a good idea, I think. Um, I made an exit strategy. Um. So I decided that one year from that day, I would either be at a different company mm-hmm. or I'd be doing something in a, another industry or I'd be running my own business. Oh. I just made that decision. I drew the line in the sand. Oh. And I thought, oh, I'll be gone long before then. But then, you know, <laughs> reality <laughs> took over, and I right. allowed other people's needs to be more important than my own, and I kept uh-huh. delaying, kept delaying. You know, let me see them through this big launch. They want me to speak at the company conference. Let uh-huh. me, you know, hire somebody else to get onto the team and balance it out so they won't be in a bad position. Let me take care of everybody else. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then suddenly it was at that date, uh-huh. a year later. Uh-huh. And so I kept my promise to myself, and it was scary. It was so scary. But I turned in my resignation, and people thought I was nuts because I was giving up so much. Of course. And I didn't really know what my next step was. So at first, I was doing consulting for small businesses. So the same type of marketing I was doing for the big brands, I was doing it for local companies. Okay. And they, my clients were very happy, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I was still out of alignment, but I didn't know... I didn't know what alignment would look like or feel like. Right, right, right. Because you were so used to what you already knew, it was kind of like to to make a change, you had to step out of what you you knew, and that's very unfamiliar territory, and it's kind of like, where do I go from here? Yes, and when you're so used to having everything you're doing, like, consumed, like, I was consumed by my career. Mm. You know, I thought about it all the time. I strategized. I was available to clients constantly. Like, I I didn't have a lot of um, clear mental space for myself. Right, right. And I know I chose that. But at the time, it was was the way I thought I had to be in order to be of service. Right. Wonderful. Okay. I didn't know balance. So, so let's hold it there before we get to what your next step was. We're going to have a quick commercial break. So we'll keep all of our listeners on the edge of their seats to find out <laughs> how did Sherry Fink make that change, that leap from uh, the business world to the whimsical world of Sherry Fink. Okay. Okay, Sherry. Sounds great. Okay, wonderful. (laughs) So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Sherry Fink, and we will be right back. 
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant, and I am here to answer your questions and bring you experts in all areas of life to raise your awareness and support you in your evolution. Tune in at my new time, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on www.talkradio.nyc. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc Talking Alternative Radio 24 hours a day Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Sherry Fink, president of the whimsical world of Sherry Fink. I love that title. Um, and uh, Sherry, we were just in the middle of you telling us how you made that transition from sort of the business world to, to what you're doing now. And um, we, we got through the sort of the professional career, the inspiration in the car, and now you're basically being a consultant, right? I mean, you t- basically took these these professional years of experience working for large corporations. Now you're just applying the same skills, but as a consultant for small businesses. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I, ended, I went to a conference, and I had planned to go to this conference over a year in advance. Uh-huh. Um, it was Jack Canfield's Breakthrough to Success. Oh, okay. And I knew I was meant to be there, and I had never gone to any personal development conference before. Oh, okay. <laughs> and while I was there, not only did I learn amazing tools like how to meditate and um, how to set goals that aligned more with my soul, because mm-hmm. um, I've always been very goal-driven, mm-hmm. but I was very um, head and not oriented to the heart. Right. So getting more alignment. So I learned a lot of things like that. But I also had this random conversation. And it was this woman I'd never met before, and she started asking me about writing. And I said, you know what, I, I've only written business and marketing stuff. It's really boring. You know, you wouldn't be interested. And she was like, no, 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 you've got more. And it was the oddest conversation, uh-huh. and she wouldn't leave me alone. So finally, <laughs> I remembered that story I had in a drawer. Uh-huh over a year before and I said you know what I do I have this little story and she said tell me and so I told her the story and she said I just got goosebumps you have Mm. to do something with that because my grandchildren need that message oh interesting and that's when I thought maybe it's a children's book uh huh and I couldn't stop thinking about it it was like delicious and scary at the same time Mm. you know that thing where you feel compelled but you're like oh but could i yeah you know like almost as if i needed permission right right. weird it's kind of thrilling and scary at the same moment yeah yeah so when i got home all i could think about was doing this book i pulled the story Mm. out of the drawer i asked 20 people to read it um, people who either had children or were teachers or ran nonprofits for kids. And I mean, this was a huge act of boldness for me mm. because at the time I wrote it, I didn't even tell anybody I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Much less let anybody read it. You right. know? And I was known, you know, for being in this corporate world role. And anyhow, so I had 20 people read it. 18 people came back to me and said, I got goosebumps reading this story. Mm. And that was wow. before editing, before images, no illustrations, nothing. Wow. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I could do it. And then every day I would be so afraid. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what it, mm. you know, who, who am I to write this book? And then I, I right. started thinking about all the kids that would benefit from it. And mm. 
I just got so in alignment with that passion for helping them. And like, mm-hmm. I wanted them to know how precious they are. I wanted them mm-hmm. to know that it's okay to be whoever you are. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Like, I just wanted them to be their authentic selves so that they could grow up happier, healthier, and really go for what they want right now rather than wait, you know, until they have right. something hit them over the head later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So right. when I got in alignment with that passion, it dwarfed the fear enough for me to take action every day. Okay. So So within six months, I did it fast because I knew if I didn't go fast, I would chicken out. uh, So it took six months and then I published the little rose. And then Uh, within two weeks, it became a number one bestseller on Amazon and it changed my life. Wow. 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 And, and I imagine you must have gotten tremendous positive feedback once you published the book from people's experience of it. Oh, my gosh. I, when I was doing it, I never expected fan mail. That was something that never even oh. crossed my mind. I mean, I was hoping, you know, maybe I would get to read in a school or, or something like that. But, but I've been getting fan mail. I mean, the farthest away is from Bali. Hmm. And it's wow. extraordinary. And not just kids. Oh, really? Adults, too. Ah. Because we all need the messages that are in these books. Yes, yes. And it's interesting how, at least the way you described it, um, the, the thing that kind of pushed you out of the corporate world, you called it corporate bullying, which is something that kids experience, right? We don't normally think of bullying as an adult, but it, it, we do experience it, don't we? Yes. And whenever, and I was so... When I originally came out with the book, I didn't want to tell that story. Mm. I didn't want to tell the origin story. <laughs> and uh, I had a coach at the time, and, and she was like, you have to tell the story. Right. <laughs> That's what people want to know. And I was so embarrassed. But the thing is, like, now I've been sharing it for over five years on mm. stages and in classrooms and with adults and kids. Mm-hmm. And every single time, Sam, every time, mm. at least one person We'll wait till the very end after everybody else has left. Mm. And I know she's coming and she comes <laughs> up to me and she sometimes with tears in her eyes will tell me, I'm going through that right now. Or wow. I just went through that. Or my best friend is going through this wow. and nobody talks about it. Right. Right. It's I more mean, common than you think. Um, very, very common. And, and it's so interesting because I know a lot of people talking about it. Um, in schools, I, I mean, I must know half a dozen people who all are working on some form of anti-bullying campaign for schools and for kids, but I don't hear anybody talking about an anti-bullying campaign for adults. Yeah, and I don't even like the words anti-bullying. Like, I yeah. prefer personal empowerment. Yes, yes. Because it's, it's ultimately not about the bully, you right. know? It's about the person, like, believing in themselves and, and rising above. Right. And knowing that no matter what, like their voice matters. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not just their voice matters, their authentic voice matters. Yes, exactly. Because isn't that what we're really most afraid of? We're really most afraid of just being authentic, being who we truly are in front of other people and not being accepted for it. And the crazy thing is Mm -hmm. that when that's the only time the magic happens Mm -hmm. is when you are your authentic self. Yeah. Get out there and you goof off and you make mistakes and you right. laugh at yourself. And, you know, right. I think that's the um, that was a huge takeaway for me, because in the corporate world, you know, I always like to be very professional. And whenever right. I speak, I I'd have a suit and I would talk very professionally. And now right. I get on stage with rainbow hair and I laugh <laughs> and I have fun and I, you know, I ask questions of the audience. And I never know what the kids are going to say, but it makes it that much more exciting. Yeah. And that's what resonates with them. Yeah. Telling your heartfelt story and telling the truth, the, the right. emotional truth. And, and you know, I, I have to tell you, like, one of the main reasons I really wanted you to come on the show and, and help me to discuss this idea of authenticity was because when I saw on your website and different pictures of you, you had the pink hair, the rainbow colored hair. But I could tell that. It wasn't you putting on a gag. It wasn't you like donning something just for some publicity stunt or for the sake of, you know, well, I'm doing children's books, so I I should put on a funny wig. You genuinely enjoyed it. And this was really you allowing your inner child, in a sense, to kind of come out and play. And it felt very authentic for you. 
Thank you. Yes, I love it. And I was the, it was the biggest surprise to me, too. Mm. <laughs> because before, I mean, you would have really respected me in the corporate world, but you would right. not have known that I was a pink and sparkly unicorn. You would not have known that. <laughs> but the truth is, I've always been that girl. Right. I've always been that girl. And right. for me to try to be something different was inauthentic for me. Right. So, so yeah, and it's it's a valuable lesson to learn. It's we can be successful and be inauthentic. Absolutely, yes. it's possible. We can follow all the right steps. We can still be quote unquote successful by society standards, but we're not truly happy when we're being inauthentic, are we? No, it, it feels um, it feels hollow. It feels yeah. almost like a hmm, I don't know. It's very unfulfilling success. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's so valuable because we also don't really teach our kids to be that authentic, do we? No. I mean, we socialize them just to be polite and to, <laughs> to follow right. the orders and, you know, all the things that help them succeed in school to, so that they can quiet down and learn aren't always the best things, at least as an entrepreneur, <laughs> they aren't the best right. skills. Right. And, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of we're not teaching them that it's okay to be themselves. And, and so when somebody comes up to them and gives them a hard time for being different in some slight little way, if we haven't really given them the foundational support that it's okay to be different, then they're just going to crumple in the face of this, you know, horrible threat. Yeah, and it's and it's well-meaning most of the time. I think right. too. Like, right. I um, I was doing a I, every now and then I do private readings in the children's hospital. I go to the pediatric oh, ICU, and uh-huh. some of those kids they're in isolation, so you have to have you know the, your full body covered, your mouth right. covered, like everything right. to go uh-huh. in. And I'll go and and spend time with them and read a book. And there was this one little girl, and she had had surgery the day before, and she was mobile. But she, you know, she was confined to her room, right. and she kept playing with Play-Doh while I was reading. Uh, and her mom was like, "Stop that! Like, you need to pay attention." But every time her mom would interrupt, uh-huh. the little girl would very quietly go shh and go back to playing with her Play-Doh and wait for me to read again. <laughs> and when I, told her, I realized, and most people don't know this, like I told her mom, I said, "I think you might have a kinesthetic learner here." Because uh, she is paying attention while she's playing, right. and she retains and and um, she's more attentive when she's moving. Mm, and so she's not being rude. Right, like she's getting the maximum out of this experience for herself right now. Right, and she was four. Wow, four years old. And her mom was like, she, almost in tears. Right. She said. I have the hardest time getting her to sit still and pay attention, and I never ever thought about it like that. Right. And I said, "Yeah, I think you might you might have a, a kinesthetic learner. Right. I don't right. think there's anything she's doing to disobey you. I don't think she's intentionally being difficult. I think she's do, she's doing what's naturally best for her. Right. 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 You know. Right. And it was just like this huge relief in the room. You know. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Beautiful. 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 Okay. So uh, it's time for us to take another quick commercial break. When we come back, let's talk about, again, this importance of authenticity and how not only is it important for children, but how important it is for us as adults as well. Sounds great. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. And of course, if you would like to call in and ask uh, your own questions of Sherry or myself, feel free to call in at 877-480-4120. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? 
When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at monty at montytaylor.com. That's monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at montytaylor.com. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Sherry Fink, author of The Little Rose and president of the whimsical world of Sherry Fink. And you've written other books since the original uh, um, uh, children's book, The Little Rose, right? Yes, I have five children's books in the series. Ah, And then I have an inspirational journal for grown-ups called My Bliss Book. Oh. And I have another book that's very different that's going uh, to be debuting in February called Cake in Bed. Cake in Bed. Ah, why is it going to be so different? Because it is a contemporary romance novel for adults. Oh, interesting. From Kids Week to Contemporary Romance Novel. Interesting. Ah, that's a shift. Um, so I really want to talk about you know, this concept of authenticity and, and really why it's so important, you know, not just for children, for us as adults, because if we can't be authentic in front of our kids, how can our kids learn how to be authentic themselves? Right. Right. So, I mean, you had a series of experiences that, that kind of helped to, to kind of give you a, 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 a bang over the head to say, hey, Sherry, you need to, you know, kind of shift things around. You know, for many people, that's not necessarily uh, the best thing for them. How, how do you recommend people find what is really authentic for them within themselves? Um, well, I think... It takes practice, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think as kids, we're really right. good at it, and then it's trained out of us for, like, for a good reason, but right. the side effect of us not knowing what we want. Right. So I think as an adult, it's just thinking about, you know, every de- every decision, like even, um, what should I have for lunch? Think about mm-hmm. what brings you the most joy. Mm-hmm. Like, whichever one gives you the body sensation of feeling excited, mm-hmm. then that's the one to choose. Okay. And meditation helps a lot, too. Like, I've been yes. meditating for five and a half years now, and uh, it has really made a difference for me because I used to have so much mind chatter mm, that it was hard for me to listen to myself. Mm, <laughs> yes, but now, yes. you know, it's it's easier. It's not always simple, like, but it's easier than it was. Right, right, yes. But yes. Yeah, I mean, I think, too, sometimes when you get that you get an idea or you get that spark of inspiration and you can't stop thinking about it, mm-hmm. whether it's like a, a vacation destination or a potential new job or a business idea or a book idea. Mm-hmm. And if it just keeps with you, it stays with you. And for me, I feel it like in the middle of my body. Mm-hmm. It's It feels like juicy and exciting and scary and all those things at one time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when I know I'm onto something. Right, right, right. Yeah. Can't not and, do it. And, 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 you know, sometimes people think, well, if I'm being authentic, then it should all be flowers and roses and everything feel good and nice. But it can also be scary at the same time because it's so unfamiliar to our normal day to day operation, isn't it? Yeah. And in my own experience, I can tell you it is mm-hmm. harder. It doesn't make your life easier on the outside, but it's mm-hmm. so much easier on the inside. Ah. When you only do the things that are a hell yes for you, mm-hmm. then you're excited about the, your day. You're looking forward right. to what you're doing and the people you're going to spend time with. Right. When you say yes to everybody else, it's a no to yourself. 
Mm. So if you're spending your day doing things that don't bring you joy and spending it with people you don't enjoy that drain you, you get home and yeah, it was easier because you never had to say no to anybody. But when you get home, you said no to yourself so much that you denied your authenticity that it just, it saps you. Right. Right. Yeah, because it's it, you just feel so drained because you feel like you gave and gave and gave and gave and gave and there was nothing there for you to take in to replenish you and to nourish you. Exactly. And and because you're so busy doing everything for everybody else. And I'm not saying like, you you know, be, don't be a giver. I don't mean it like that at all. No, no, I mean, no. give from an authentic place. But because right. when you're so busy trying to make everybody else happy at the expense of yourself, there's no time to focus on your dream. Right. And if you don't create what you're here to create, when you go, it's gone too. Right. There's no legacy there. Right. People right. aren't going to be like, oh, well, she was so nice. She washed my car every week. <laughs> no, they're gonna, they want to remember you. She created the book series that my family has loved for generations. Right. You know, something like that. Like it, it, I think it also creates more magic and meaning in your life because when you're authentic, and, people, and you spend the time with somebody, they know you could be with anybody else, but you choose to be with them. Right. So it makes it more special for everybody. Right, right. And, and they know that, you know, in a world where people say things just to please other people, that if you're known for being authentic, when you say something to somebody, you, they know you mean it from your heart, and it sits with them and it resonates with them much more deeply. Yes, and it, it creates emotional safety, too. Because if people know that they can trust their dreams with you, that they can trust their heart with your in your presence, the conversations are so much more meaningful. So you go to bed more fulfilled. And yes, you say no more, but you get better at it over time. And then you realize that every no that you give out that would have been, you know, a half-ass yes Mm -hmm. is a huge yes to you. Mm, yeah. It just feels better. It's like you're taking care of yourself. Right. But it also feels better for the other person. I mean, I, just this past Saturday, um, I, was, I was going to a workshop, and before the workshop, a friend of mine I knew was going to be there, and I wanted to ask him some questions. Like, hey, Peter, let, let's like get together ahead of time and, and like ch- chat and catch up and stuff. And we had a wonderful conversation. And, I, and you know, in the middle of it, I said, and, and Peter, like, how are things with you? And he's like, oh, well, you know, the week started off great. But, in, you know, I had kind of this dip in the middle and, you know, we talked about it and, and he said, like, you know, by getting together with you and like having this real deep conversation, it made him feel better. Yes. And so it, it, it actually, in a way, even though it was me asking him questions and wanting to get some advice from him, because he knew I was coming from an authentic place and I was being authentic with him, it, it engaged him so much that that it it helped him to kind of forget about the, the things that were giving him difficulty during the week and made him feel better about, you know, his, his own life. It's powerful. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think it, it's, I mean, in this day and time that it's, it's almost more important than it's ever been to be authentic? I mean, I don't know if that's a fair statement or not. I mean, it's always important to be authentic, but somehow it feels like in today's society and the world where things change so quickly that really authenticity is is more necessary than it's ever been before. You know, I was thinking about this before our interview, and... Mm -hmm. I feel like you could be onto something there. And I think one of the reasons why is because we're getting bombarded with messages faster and with a um, higher frequency than we mm-hmm. ever have before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the higher quantity. And, yeah. and, and, and from and all everyone, over the world. Yes, yes. And, and I love social media. I love mm-hmm. Facebook. But, it, but it's interesting once you have a lot of um, brands that you follow and a lot of friends on there. Mm-hmm. Like It's interesting the diversity of messages that you receive. Yeah. And then to see how many are just um, kind of surfacy. Yeah. You know? Um, yes. Like, I think it's interesting what people have for lunch, but I'd rather know <laughs> what it meant to them. <laughs> like, why yes. is this restaurant special to you? Or who like, did you have it what with? What is and unique yeah. about this experience that you're right. having that you feel compelled to share it? 
Right. You know, because I know it's there, but not everybody has the words to articulate it. Right. But but those are the messages that resonate with me. Like, even if you're posting about your lunch, if you're saying, I just met, you know, the most amazing person, and, you know, and we shared this special meal prepared by this chef who was in this accident yesterday, and like, you know, like, if there's a story around mm. it, it's much more compelling and more authentic mm. to me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think that's why it's important, because there's so many more people putting messages out, mm-hmm. and a lot of times people want the appearance that everything's good, or and yeah. sometimes it is, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not. Mm. So I think being able to have a candid conversation with somebody, maybe not over social media, but but to be real about who you are and not to be down on the dumps about it all the time, but right. You know, <laughs> right. if right. you don't recognize where you are, it's very hard to get going where you want to go. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because it, it's, it's really having that level of honesty with ourselves and, and having that level of honesty with others really in the end empowers us to move in the direction that we ultimately really want to move towards and not kind of you know oh i think i should do this or maybe i should do that and and kind of go there wishy wishy washy or 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 not really being sure but but when we're really you know speaking from our heart then it's it's much more obvious like yeah this is where i'm going Yes, and it'll tell you, too, who's on your path and who isn't. Mm, Because not everybody can handle your authenticity. And when I say authenticity, I don't mean being rude to people. Never. I don't mean it like that at all. But some people, you know, if you don't like everything that they like, they don't want to be your friend. And that's okay. They're not for me. Right. And then, like, I respect different people's opinions, and I anticipate that people have their own and not just be nodding heads you know (laughs) yeah 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 because you know we all resonate with certain types of people right uh we all have our own tribe so to speak and we our tribe does not have to be all-inclusive of the entire world some people will resonate with us and some people won't and that's fine we can be respectful of the other tribes and we can be respectful of differences of opinion, but that doesn't mean it has to resonate with us or ours has to resonate with them. I totally agree with you. And and in, from that perspective, being authentic makes your life easier mm, because it cuts right, the clutter right. out of your business and out of your life. Right, right, right. Wonderful. Because if there's not a resonance there, if you're being authentic, you will not invest time there. Right. Yes, absolutely. So it, it frees up your time to focus on things that really do bring you joy and make a, a bigger difference in the world. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, believe it or not, Sherry, it's time for us to take our last commercial break. So when we come back, um, I don't know, maybe some tips for kids and adults or kids of all ages about you know how to explore this idea of authenticity and how to explore being more of ourselves. Okay. Sounds good. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been Sherry Fink, president of the whimsical world of Sherry Fink. And we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And I am here to answer your questions and bring you experts in all areas of life to raise your awareness and support you in your evolution. Tune in at my new time, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on www.talkradio.nyc. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. 
welcome back. We've been speaking this hour with Sherry Fink, a number one best-selling author of children's books and books for adults, and soon a contemporary romance novel. What was the name of the romance novel again? Do you Cake in Bed. Cake in Bed. Mm, two of my favorite things, Cake in Bed. <laughs> so, so Sherry, t- tell me, I'm sure, like, you know, People view you as somebody who's been able to really embrace her authenticity and and really uh, kind of shine um, while being authentic. And I'm sure people kind of come to you for advice on, you know, how can I be more authentic or how can I help my children to be more authentic? What kinds of advice do you usually give people just to kind of help start them on the path? You know, most often people ask me, how can I be brave like you? Mm. And what I find is what they're really asking is mm-hmm. how can I be more authentic? Ah, I see. And for me, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that's helped me personally is spending time alone. Oh, like, okay. literally, like just being with my, and, and it helps as a writer too, right. to clear your mind. Right. But being away from other people's opinions, like uh-huh. long enough to form your own. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't mean you're a hermit or anything. It just means right. that every moment of the day you're not trying to fill it up with interaction so you won't be bored right you know because when you get to a place where it's silent on the inside it the choice becomes easy because you realize how unimportant it actually is right you know um and then another thing is thinking about the two different choices like if you're trying to decide whether to go to the desert or to the beach for your vacation just to give a very you know, non inconsequential right. example. Think about what will bring you the most joy. When you close mm-hmm. your eyes and you picture yourself in that scenario, whether it's mm-hmm. a business scenario or a vacation scenario or whatever, how does your body feel? Right. Does right. it feel relaxed and joyful or mm-hmm. even excited and anticipating? Or does it feel heavy and like um like a burden almost mm. like that happens sometimes when people uh, a lot of people want to collaborate with me and i'm very grateful for that but mm. it's rarely a good fit for me right and i'll do right. this test and my body will tell me right away right 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 like does it feel expansive does it feel Sorry, uplifting or does it feel contractive yeah, and most of the time, there's no evidence to say, oh, well, this is why it feels mm. negative to me. Right. There's usually nothing there that would be like a red flag. It's, it's right. just my body knows. Right. And right. it's come from being quiet and still and listening and getting to know my own intuition better. Right. Um, because I think everybody's is a slightly different indicator system, but right. if you embrace it and start using it, it'll work. And, right. um, and I think, too, like having the courage to to be different. And that sounds so basic, but very few people have it. You know, if, right. if someone, a lot of people go along with the crowd, and, and that's okay, you know, if that's, if that's what makes you happy, but most people it doesn't. Right. You Absolutely. know, because they have their own unique viewpoint. And even if it's just like a, a little seed of a viewpoint, to just blindly go along with someone else doesn't feel right. Right. Because you have something else growing within you. And... um I would say to to be around other people who appreciate your authenticity. You uh-huh. know, um, when you're growing your career, and you know this, when you're growing your yes. business, the people who are around when you're, you're just starting out aren't necessarily the people who are going to be around five years later. Right, exactly. Because not everybody, you know, it's just not everybody's on the same path. And being right. okay with letting go of the things that are not authentic for you, whether that's mm. a business relationship, personal relationship, um, for me, even location. Like, I mm. lived in a place where I could not write. Oh. I don't know why I couldn't write there, but I just could not produce. Oh. I'd always have to go outside of my environment, and that cost me a lot of time and energy. And oh. when I moved into a place that was really inspiring, and I had a studio there, it was like, whoa! Oh. Suddenly, you know, the writing is flowing, and it, it's just such a different feeling. And I fought it for so long at the wow. other place. Right. And then all I right. needed to do was make a shift. Right. And it wasn't necessarily a logical move per se, it was just a move based on the feeling. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and it didn't make any sense. Right. But I ultimately did that, and then, wow, what a difference. Right. What an enormous difference. Right. So I well, think listening to ourselves, and if we have a heavy feeling every time we're around a certain person or in a certain space or, you know, just listening to yourself and not being a jerk about it. Right. But just almost um, creating standards and boundaries for your life. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's and and it's okay. Like if uh, to change your mind, you know, sometimes we're too afraid of people thinking we're flaky because we've decided to do something different. And, you know, we all have that right to change our mind. We all have our right to say, you know what? Yeah, yesterday I loved that. Today, not so much. And yes, my opinion has shifted and changed. And sometimes when we do allow ourselves that space, that quietness, that, you know, time to not be on our phones and not be on our computers to maybe whether it's with nature, maybe, or just in our homes or our apartments, to just kind of be by ourselves and be with ourselves and and feel safe with ourselves, that then, you know, kind of what we really feel about something can come up and say, you know what, I know I've been going along with this, I've been saying this is such a great idea, but it really doesn't resonate with me. I really need to shift and change and say how I really feel and, and now I want to, and now I have to be different. And and that's okay. Yes. And that is a brilliant point. Being willing to take an honest look at it and make a different decision, even if in the past we said something different. Right. And it's huge. And being willing to let go of attachment to how the other person feels about it or, or, or anything really, because you're being born new every moment right. and you get to decide, like, are you going to feel obligated or are you going to feel excited? Right. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and ultimately, I mean, I don't know if you agree with me, but I getting back to that point about why authenticity is so important today is I feel like because we're exposed to so much, people are able to feel when someone's being inauthentic much more quickly than they used to. And it just kind of seems to me, and you know, again, this is one of those things I don't have hard statistics about it, but it just seems that like if you're not being authentic, people will find that out pretty quickly these days. So it actually is more important than ever before to figure out what is authentic for us so that when we put ourselves out there, people can resonate with us and say, huh, well, I may agree or I may disagree, but at least I know they're being authentic. And, and I feel like it's more important than ever before because it is the path to joy. Ah, yes. I mean, everything else is a distraction from that. Yes. You know, if you're living with authenticity, it doesn't mean your life's always easy. Right. Not by a long shot, but... Right but it does mean that whatever you're doing is in alignment. And when you're in alignment, magic and miracles happen daily. And people will look at your life and they will say, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. Of course, you're working your ass off behind the scenes. (laughs) But when you do that in alignment, things come faster, just like you were saying in the beginning of the show. And and it it really is fascinating um, how quickly things will happen when you trust it. Like, when I started getting an inspiration to write a novel, I didn't know what it was, mm. and I was uncomfortable with it. Mm. And I didn't tell anybody about it for a little while because I was like, what is mm. this crazy thing? But but the other piece of authenticity is embracing your creativity. Yeah. And my creativity is wild. Yeah. <laughs> It'll run all over the place. When I catch it, I better grab it and go with it, you know? Right. <laughs> so I don't know how long I'll be able to hold on. Right. And right. I've always been... Um, a little bit eccentric, you know, and mm. I hid that for a long time, but, mm. and my family knew, but it wasn't really embraced. It wasn't mm. encouraged because it was different. Right. And now when I talk to kids or adults and they're like, I have these weird things happen to me. And, you know, like I, I hear like these stories and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. You're an artist. Mm. And they're like, what? Like, yes, you're an artist. So your job is just to feel, feel out how it's supposed to best present into the world. Is it through writing? Is it through music? Is it through Mm. painting? You know, what is it? Dance? 
And they're so relieved when they hear yeah. that because everybody always has told them they're a weirdo, so they stop right. telling people. <laughs> exactly. And they hold it back. Exactly. And it's fascinating. I have the same conversation with kids as I do with adults. Yes. Yes. And they light up the same way. At yeah. first, it's like in disbelief, like, really? Could it really be? Yeah. And then by the end of the conversation, they're excited. They're like, I got to get home. I got to, you know, I got to start putting this stuff down on paper. Yeah. I got to, you know, and it's just, it's so awesome to see. It's like they unleash their authenticity because I'm authentic and I give them the emotional safety. Wonderful. Wonderful. To, well, Sherry, thank idea. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, so much for coming on the show today. Um, unfortunately, our time is up. If, if people want to learn more about you or follow you on social media, how, where can they find you? Oh, they can find me on my website at www.sherryfink.com, and it's spelled S-H-E-R-I-F-I-N-K. And on right. Facebook, my fan page is www.facebook.com slash sherryfinkfan. And you will see me shining in my, my bright pink hair with my mermaid picture. <laughs> yes, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, Sherry. It's been a pleasure having you on the show for the hour. You have to promise me if you ever make it to New York City, you got to look me up so we can get together and share a pink martini or something. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. I had a blast. Thank you so wonderful. much, Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And everybody, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this hour. Um, we will be back next week with another amazing guest. Actually, next week's guest will be in studio. I'm very excited about this. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant, and I am here to answer your questions and bring you experts in all areas of life to raise your awareness and support you in your evolution. Tune in at my new time, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on www.talkradio.nyc. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.